The following production is part of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. Koopalings! Oh no, that's that's not right. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's very special edition of PSVG Prime, the flagship show of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. It is I, your host Kevin Austin, and with me, as always, is my co-host and yours, question mark, Mr. Lucas Rose. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good man, how are you? I'll be anyone's co-host. You okay. don't even have to pay me. I that's mean, that's true. pretty well, obvious we, at that point. We, we don't, so that's that's a good thing. Well, no, you gave me that P- PSVG polo. That's true. That was payment enough. Dude. And I give you game codes. That's true. but You don't play them, but I give them to you. Well, the quality. That's true. I it's already have there. I already have Humble Bundle. I don't need more games I'm not going to play. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but see, we're not alone, Lucas. But I, I, before before we get to that, are you tired? Do you feel run down or anything? Are you good? Oh, man. I, I'm okay, but, you know, I'm always a little run down. I'm always running at like 50%, you know? Why? But but I mean but you're here you're you're doing a show this week unlike yeah I never let other that folks who took a week I, off yeah I never let that uh, keep me from doing a show I mean I did a show from the delivery room when my kid was born so that's true you did I really wish we didn't do video on that one though that was that yeah that was, was weird but uh, the doctors were cool with it so that was nice that's that's fair um but you know let let's be fair you know Nintendo Shack took a week off or Donnie did some half bleeped effort in, in putting out something so just to say that he did something to take a week off you know let's be real mm-hmm. him and Kara were overworked they did two shows last week um but you know i i had done both those shows with them uh, i know it's it's hard it's hard to keep up with the champ you know and you had pear schneider i mean you really can't top that so i guess what they figured is why even try we have kevin we have pear let's let's just retire and i think that's what they did right well that that all they needed for that show was you and pear really true. i mean I mean, Donnie barely did anything that show. That's, I mean, he he barely showed up. I mean, really, let's let's be honest. But you know, that didn't stop us, Lucas. So we came back last week. We brought right. Dev on. You know, we West did. Coast time zone juggling, and we brought in a super awesome guest and Sean Baichu last week. You know, but but we're professionals. We can't expect everybody to be at that level. And you see, but we figured our PSVG fans cannot go a week without having Nintendo fix. So as a one time only, guys, one time, we're gonna run the Nintendo Shack. And I mean, if we're talking Nintendo, we really shouldn't do it alone. We need more backup. So, I mean, let, let's I, I guess I want to say if we ran Nintendo Shack, who would we invite? Hmm. I mean, I, I, Jason, yeah, he, he's he's enough time for that. So you can't you can't do that. So I think we had to bring a little bit of legitimacy to the Shack for once other than having me on it. And we brought the Nintendo guru himself. Mr. Bobby Pauls, how are you, sir? <laughs> I do. Holy crap. You, you know something? Let me start. Before the minute. I'm do, first of all, I'm doing fantastic. But good, earlier good. today, you like tweeted. You, we have DM going, and you're like, hey, it's real simple. You just show up. We're just going to bag on Donnie. And yes. I was like, okay, a little bit. I did not think it was going to be the level that just took place two seconds ago. Fantastic. This Character is, assassination right oh there. My God, it was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. It was good stuff. Good stuff. See, I'm, 
I mean, and, and I noticed, I just, I just want to throw out here, when you said, oh, we're going to bag on Donnie, you didn't you didn't resist at all. I just want to point that out, too. You you went along. No, no, no. I did. <laughs> you're full of crap. I, you know what? Let me pull the DMs up, because I specifically said, like, oh, man, you're going to get You're trying to get mad at me. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, wait, where did, where did you put it? The blast. Scratch, oh, I don't know. Where, I don't know. All I know is no, I you're, did you're say right. something you're like, right. you're, you trying to, you're trying to get me in trouble. Donnie knows that I like him. He knows no, it's true. It's the facts. Like, Donnie's been attacking us all day in Discord anyway because okay. as when I asked for questions that they're taking a week off, he got he got a little butt hurt about it, you know. So it's fine. He knows he knows it's Lucas and I. Caro got real mad, which is expected. But we'll we'll get to that stuff. Well, listen, you need the better show. Like here's the thing: the best Nintendo show on the internet is if we ran Nintendo. Everybody knows this. That's not you know I mean like the, the full disclosure. That's just how it is. Um, it was. You know, it was good when we had Jason Lacey, but he had some shack ties, so we had mm. to get rid of him. That's Once true. Once he left, mm-hmm. then it went up a level with Sean Capri and just I back in the in the helm and stuff. Like, yes, they got Per Schneider, but like, please, like, we know he's old news. Like, he's not the be all end all that he was 15 years ago, even 30 years ago, however many years ago it was. <laughs> 30. The, the fact is, <laughs> no, I love Pear. I love the shack. I'm just teasing. You know, no, no, of course. Know. Of course. No, no, no. We understand. Yeah. So, I, I mean, we already thanked our Patreon supporters, but but Lucas, since since we're taking over the shack, I just have to ask, did you did you prepare a haiku for tonight? Um, You know, I was going to because I know we used to do that, but then my dog got sick and I was streaming earlier, so I couldn't be bothered. Got you, got you. You were putting together some Shantae figurines, I think, too. I saw yeah, you yeah, yeah. And they don't come painted, so I had to go out no. and figure out which paints I needed. And man, you know, check out what was on Amazon Japan that I could import for ridiculous amounts of money. It's okay because my my significant other will pay for it. We'll I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to stop you right there. Do you know how many laws you're breaking right now? Oh my God. But anyway, so moving on, moving on. Let's let's get there enough because they're gonna it's be like, so mad it's at us. It's like I'm listening to Nintendo Shack. Seriously, <laughs> you know that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> but let, let's let's rate it and let's talk about some games. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about what we've been playing, Nintendo specific. Okay. So uh, uh, Lucas, why don't you go first? Sure, sure. So Nintendo specific, the one thing I've really been kind of bolting down on and trying to actually get some time with is um little game that. People haven't really been talking too much about called Fire Emblem Three Houses. I'm sorry. And uh, well, here's the thing, you know, I hear all this hype, all this hype from Nintendo Shack. I'm not even being facetious now. Yeah. This yeah. is where the facetiousness ends. I hear all this hype. People are talking, you know. I think you even said if you like strategy wargaming kind of, yeah. um, then you might like this game, and or other games in the series. Right, the right. series as a whole, basically, is what mm-hmm. you uh, had said. So I'm checking it out. I uh, I get it from the library. I'm very lucky that our library stays pretty current with its uh, Switch and other gaming console libraries. So uh, and so I pick it up. I, you know, I put myself on the list. I pick it up at at uh, the library and I come home and I boot it up and I'm all ready to play. And you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm gonna play this for like two hours tonight, get a good chunk in, and see what it's like. And it's a visual novel with a little bit of like simulation strategy gaming mixed in and that that's what i was afraid of and honestly that that's why i didn't jump in on this one especially like, like you had said the, the hype in our discord for this game was super high for like i mean what two three weeks straight nobody talked about mm-hmm. anything in nintendo shack other than this game 
And I was like, being a Fire Emblem fan myself, having played, I think, almost all of them in the series, I was like, this doesn't sound anything like Fire Emblem. I was like, why do I need to have tea with people four times a day <laughs> and talk to them to get them to, to go to combat? Like, no, this is a war simulator. This is a turn-based strategy game. And it seems like nobody's talking about that aspect of the game at all. So I'm like, well, I can really just wait on this one. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not like previous versions at all like mm-hmm. i i bought the game because i'm a, i love fire emblem yeah. fates and awakening and i was right. like i'm so hyped to get more into this and then i started playing and i was like dude this is persona like, yes. this is this feels <laughs> like a persona game i am not feeling this at all it was like almost like when when nintendo went off and and did uh Shigenami, Tensei, Sharp FE, whatever, mm-hmm. the, the game that's Tokyo coming Mirage out. Sessions, Tokyo yep. Mirage Sessions. When they did that game, it was almost like the spirits of that game just followed along to this one. It's like so mm-hmm. weird to me that it's not even – I just – I backed out already. Like I'm like yeah. – I'm, I'm done. I'm out. Like it looks fantastic. The voice acting is fantastic. All yes. of the stuff is great. Just it's not – I was expecting more fighting, more combat mm-hmm. and all that, and it's like – Where's that? You know what I mean? Like, where's that in this game? So Yeah, it's kind of a pacing issue for me because you spend 80% of your time just like, oh, do you want to run around the monastery and have random conversations with people? Okay, yeah, you can go do that. Uh, do you – okay, now you have to start teaching. This is your – you have to make a, a lesson plan for God's sakes. This is like oh. teaching simulator 2019 or something. <laughs> and I know that they knew it was going to be a problem because when you're running around the monastery uh, between missions and basically running down the calendar until you get to do the the main mission of, of that chapter – uh, there's a bulletin board that gives you fetch quests, and there are, there are some quests that you have to do, and those are on there too. But uh, there's a list of of different things that you can just basically go to a place, press A, then go back to the mission giver, press A again, and you got some experience and some rewards. I knew they knew it was a problem because you can fast travel to the area where that person can be can be found, so you don't even have to like. They knew that, man, we put a lot of fetch quests in here. Why don't we just let them fast travel around the place? So literally, there's almost no incentive to do them, and there's no reward of, like, I trudged through all these hardships, and I finally did this for my my friends, and now I'm going to get huge relationship boosts from it. It's like, no, I just teleported here, pressed A, teleported over there, pressed A, and then they gave me, like, a recipe or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, like, whatever. And it's unfortunate because I actually find the the combat to be to be pretty good. There's some yeah, interesting yeah. things. Like, let me talk about the the positives real quick. You mentioned, Bobby, the, um, the voice acting. I normally am very attuned to bad voice acting, especially in anime games. I actually had to turn it off in um, – um, Oh, what's that other? What's the old school one that came out just recently? Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, I had to turn it off in that because it was just so kind of cheesy. Um, but here it's completely fine. Um, again, the battles they introduced, or at least I don't know. This is my first Fire Emblem, so I don't know if mm-hmm. this is in the other games. But you can have battalions, which yeah. give you extra options to do like charge attacks and other interesting things like that. And then, you know, you have all your different weapons and it is a little bit interesting to be able to guide your characters and kind of mold them into the jobs basically that you want them to have, the classes. So those are all pretty cool. It's just the tacked on stuff that has become a problem. And again, it's like 75, 80 percent of the game right now. And I'm just like, I don't have the time 
to mm. do this for two hours and then yeah. maybe battle for another hour. It's I just, mean, when you played when you played Fire Emblem Fates, right? You had that in theory monastery type setup where you had your castle and you went and you built it up and you went and did other battles. You could kind of grind within the castle to okay. do better and stuff like. So I liked the idea when I first got it. I was like, oh, okay, so this is the castle, but more in a 3D world. I like this. This is awesome. But then mm-hmm. I started to realize, like, dude, I'm here all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, when do I get to go out and fight the bad guys? And it was yeah. like, yeah, I, I just – it lost me quick, man. It really did. It's sad because I was looking so forward to this game. I really was. I, th- I think it will hit for some people who are used to reading that much exposition and dialogue but i'm more of a cinematic guy i mm-hmm. prefer to be shown and not told so that is a lot of reading and i don't mind reading but yeah it's too much it's too much so i'm gonna i'm gonna try to give it a little bit more time before i t- uh, before i send it back but i would be highly surprised if i beat it before i have to send it back and then i'll probably just let it rot on my on my switch and never, <laughs> never play it again. And it'll slowly shift to the right as more yeah, games are played. And, slide down. Yeah. And eventually it'll just be hidden for, for no one to ever see again. So there you go. There you go. That's the thing. Uh, Bobby, what are you playing over in Nintendo land? Not that you're playing Nintendo land. Cause I mean, let's be honest, who likes that game? <laughs> Stop it. That's a good game. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, just two, two, well, three games I've been playing. Um, more of the Dragon Quest XI demo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Love that game. That game is it's it's hitting all the right paces for me, all the right chords. The main thing for me is like it's a true JRPG. Mm-hmm. It's not this nonsense where you have these games like Fire Emblem, like Final Fantasy XV, where you're used to a certain style of game and then you go in. It's like no, nope, that's not the game you're gonna play today. You're gonna play something different, kids. This is Dragon Quest. It is so good, man. Again, voice acting is really good in it. Yeah. Um. It's, it's just a really good game. And what I love about this is, and I hope that all future RPG demos do, is they give you a 10-hour demo to just play wow. the game. And then where you leave off picks up when you buy the game. So it's nice. like, this is amazing. So I, I get to spend time. Uh, Matt Knight, he actually told me this week that he beat the demo, and then it gives you the option to continue playing. And like I'm like, that's perfect. Then you can just go grind and like yeah. get your levels up before you get wow. the game and then yeah, go. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's perfect. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, that I've been playing uh, DC Universe Online, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, myself and a friend of mine, Carrie, uh, we've been playing all the time. Like almost every night, we jump on Discord, we start playing together. Um, she's a big MMO person. I'm a big DC person, so I needed someone to kind of like trudge me through yeah. the just the wording and what things mean in terms of like a, an MMO. And I'm I got the hit gist of it now, and I'm loving it because I played it when it was originally on the PS3, but then the attack happened uh, where the mm-hmm. network went down like a month after the game came out, and I couldn't get anybody to come back and play with me because it had been like six months before they yeah. finally got the network back up. And uh, so I can never get back to go play the game. So this was an opportunity for me to jump in and play. And I'm I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Uh, final one, dude. And I didn't think that I would be ever saying this again, that I'd be playing it again. It's Tetris 99. Oh. Dude, <laughs> when they did, I'll tell you what, they pulled the Fortnite card. And basically they put achievements, daily achievements that make you go back in to try to mm-hmm. get them. And then you get to unlock these themed levels per se um which like i unlocked the original 8-bit legend of zelda so it plays the zelda music and like the boxes or the blocks kind of have like 
Zelda like looking blocks that like come down. Blocks, yeah, yeah, like it's gotcha. so cool, man. Then they have huh. Mario and they have Donkey Kong, but like it brings you back every single day to play a little. And now I'm actually getting good at the game because I've been playing so much. I'm like, this is a blast, man. <laughs> hard as hell though. It's a hard yeah. game. It's yeah. really hard, but I like it. I'm enjoying it. So that's cool. Cool. I I've been dipping my toes in ever since it came out. The the SNES online stuff. Yeah. So yeah, playing yeah. some of those classic games. I'm, I've actually done a good job of staying away from the core classics, like your Super Metroid, your Super Mario World, Link to the Past. I want to try and play some of these other ones that I didn't spend as much time with uh, as a kid, uh, like Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which is hard as balls. Like, oh, like, yeah. It's nuts. yeah. <laughs> but it, it's so much fun at the same time, too. Like it's, it's satisfying if you make it just a little bit farther. It's like the original like Celeste and stuff like that, where games like just are hard to be hard. That was like yeah. that back in the day. That's what I mean. So I'm playing a little bit of that here and there, but the one that actually hooked me back in, and I don't know why, uh, maybe it's because I'm, I'm missing Animal Crossing or whatever the case is, booted up Stardew Valley again, and I just started over. Like, I, oh, I, I deleted my file, which I played for, like, a ton of time, and I just, let me start again. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is. I can jump in for a little bit each day. Don't need to play for, like, a long period of time. You can get some stuff done and kind of advance my town over like that. So I'm having a little bit of fun with that again and while I'm waiting for... um. Some other games that we're actually going to talk about a little bit later, so I'm not going to get into that, but I'm waiting for some, and that's what I've been playing. Have you played Stardew Multiplayer yet? Because everyone was talking no. about that, and then nobody... And nobody played it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say, you should open it up. I would totally join you, because I like I don't feel like starting fresh, but I yeah. would hop in somebody else's game and, I don't know, cut your trees for you or whatever. I don't, I'll, I'll I don't do know that, how it works, but... All you have to do is build... Um, you can build a house for that person to stay in. And that unlocks the ah. multiplayer in the game. And I have enough resources to build one. I just didn't build it yet. Um, so I will do it. I'll let you know. Maybe we can talk about it in a future show about our experience. Because nice. you're right. Nobody has been talking about that. Everyone was like, when is it coming? When is it coming? It drops. Nobody cared. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel uh, like th- that was one of those games where you had to play one save file through to get like the gist of what you're doing. Absolutely. And then go back and start again because you're mm-hmm. like, I wasted so much time trying to figure out how to do everything. Yeah. So I think but, what hurt that was the delay. Yeah, like the multiplayer was supposed yeah. to be there really quick when it launched on Switch, and then it came what six months, a year later yeah. or something. Yeah. And I think people were just like, "Okay, I'm done with it. I'm not going mm-hmm. back." Yeah, they moved uh, on at that point. So, but yeah, so it's fun to revisit while I'm waiting for uh, Animal Crossing to drop. But that that's enough of what we've been playing. So let's get to your listener questions, as, as Donnie would say, direct from you. First one, actually, I think all these came from Discord for the most part. Uh, Dev asks. What's the next game you are excited to see come to the SNES on Switch? And Kevin, why is it Earthbound? But Lucas, <laughs> I'll let you go first. Um, now they haven't released anything that says their plans, right? They it's it's all up in the air. The only thing as... that they've said is they are not going to do monthly releases like they yeah. were did on right. the NES. So okay. that's the only plans per se. Mm-hmm. I the mean. Lack thereof. I don't think I'm excited to see a specific game, but I will say I'm excited to see some classic RP- JRPGs. And mm. I know it's kind of like, is it really going to happen, though? Because they're trying to sell Chrono Trigger. They're trying to sell Final Fantasy on other platforms still. And, um, you know, it's it's like not really a remaster, but it's uh, like Chrono Trigger on Steam is got a yeah. widescreen support and other mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you wonder, okay, how are they going to navigate the um, legality of basically selling that ROM or providing that ROM for us? But if we can get some of those classic RPGs or like even um, what was the Mario RPG? Super That's Mario not, RPG. Yeah, that would be cool. I never played that one. So 
I kind of want those classic ones because I just feel like that stuff has a tendency to age pretty much the best besides maybe action platformers. You know, it's, I mean, sure. you go back and play an action platformer, it's hardly any different than booting up some of the newer sprite based like um, um, Shovel Knight or something like that. You know, there's no, not much of a difference. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm excited for is to see those that RPG library kind of fill up and and take up just so much of my time. Yeah, no, it's tr- it's true. That, that'd be a great one. And I'm with you. I'd, I'd like to see Super Mario RPG on there. And I, I'm not sure. Maybe it comes, maybe it doesn't. It's it's a it's a sticky situation there being a Square game, essentially, not really a Nintendo game, just had some of their characters in it. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to show up. Um, I, I will say I'm with you with the JRPGs. I'd love to see stuff like Secret of Mana, Chrono Trigger, stuff like that come back. But I, once again, I don't know. So I think the safe bets for me is I, I would be excited to go back and revisit the Donkey Kong Country games. You know, oh, one, two, and three. Yeah. Put those on there. That'd be a lot of fun. And yes, to Devin's question, Earthbound, yes, I would like it again. <laughs> uh, I've bought it and I've played it on every console. But you know what? My experience playing it on the new 3DS when they started releasing those in the eShop, I didn't enjoy it as much playing it on that smaller screen for whatever reason. Just didn't have the same charm for me. So I think the Switch will be much better suited to it. And if and I shouldn't say if, when I eventually bite on a Switch Lite, I think that's going to be a perfect fit for it then where it's a little bit bigger screen, great portability is going to look good and I'd be excited to play it again. So while it's not the top pick for me, Dev, it is something I would like to see uh, make its way over. Bobby, your thoughts. Um, I agree with the JRPGs. I want, I want, you know, final fantasy two and three. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about this four and six nonsense. People are going to yell at me. <laughs> I like it's two and three. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. Chrono trigger would be amazing. The game that I want and it's crazy. Is it going to sound is I want Mario paint. I oh, that, dude, that'd be great. The, the the fact that you could stream it, the fact that you could do like animations and music, the stuff that people would be posting on the internet would be insane. So I would be all about that. That would be awesome if they could do that. That's a great pick. And with the with the touch screen, you think that'd yeah. totally be doable? That'd be yeah. Oh, yeah. Play the fly swatter game. Hell yeah, man! That'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be great for it. Nintendo's uh, going to release that as a mobile uh, game as the Flash. I'm surprised game. they haven't already, actually. I'm surprised they haven't already. I know, I know. Um, so next question comes from Kabowski. What's your favorite Joy-Con color? This is an easy one. Um, for me, no, mind you, I haven't bought any Joy-Cons. I have the original neon and I have the original gray, and that's it. But if I were to pick my favorite color so far, I do like those purple ones. The purple and orange set that they did. I like atomic those. purple, yeah. is that what it is? Well, I don't think they call it atomic purple, but I think it actually uh, is it neon purple. Not sure. Maybe but. it's purple nurple. Yes. The best kind. <laughs> best kind. I'm just going to make it easy for everyone and say gray because it's the only color I own and it it matches the console. And if I want to change it up, I can just change everything like I did with a case. I have like sort of see through uh, a hard shell case that goes on pretty much all aspects of the switch and it still mm-hmm. looks uniform and I don't have to go. Why does my switch look like? it got all of its equipment off from like different foes that it's conquered. And it just looks like it went through like a, like, like a, a Voltron. You, yeah, exactly. It's just one of every color just smashed together, you know, because it gives me the best uh, stats or whatever. That's fair. Now, Bobby, you, you collect them, don't you? Do, do you? I, I have a lot yeah. of them. I um I have the Splatoon ones on my switch right now. Mm-hmm. I, I did one. The main reason why I bought the Pokemon the let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee almost because those Joy Cons are just gorgeous, man. Um, but I would probably say the Splatoon ones are my favorite, just because they're the ones I have on, they're the ones I use all the time. You know, 
but I, I there was a time where I was getting them all, and then I just realized this is stupid. Like stop. <laughs> like what are you doing? I don't even like the Joy Cons. Yeah. I don't even <laughs> like them. I think they're the worst, some of the worst controllers in the world, and I'm like, why am I, why am I condoning this? Why am I pushing this? It's so That's weird right. to think of like an accent or like a controller or a peripheral like that. You wouldn't do that with anything else. Like I'm thinking, I'm mostly a PC guy. I wouldn't like go out and just buy different mice because they came in different <laughs> colors. You know what I, I mean, mean, dude? Like so I, weird. I mean, I buy different pro controllers all. Like I had this one custom made from Colorware, and then I had the Smash one, and then, the, dude, the Power A ones, I have. Those every, are pretty cool. I have every one of these yeah. corded ones. Yeah. I have yeah. them down on my shelf back down there. It's like, I love the Power A ones. Like they, they're, they're gorgeous. But yeah, but the Joy Cons, I, I, one day it just hit me like, why am I spending eighty bucks? on these things like there's a lot better stuff i could buy with this so <laughs> exactly and, and let's yeah. be honest regardless of the color it's still going to start drifting anyway so it doesn't really matter <laughs> that's true. why you got to buy multiples so that you have you the switch backups. them out when they're you know yeah. broken or whatever it's yeah. true that's true uh so next question from joel professor switch uh this one he asked because Shaq never answers it and he asks every week and i witness him ask every single week what's up with caro Anybody like, want to touch on with the ten foot like, pole? Like, like in general, or yeah, just like it, what's okay. up with her? Why, why is she the way she is? I think is what he's saying. Uh, she's a super passionate woman. She loves what she loves, and uh, when you love something so much, so dearly, uh, it's very easily easy to get passionate about about it. I, I picking my words carefully. No, I you, you do know pick what? your words carefully. <laughs> I will say this. I do wish that I could be um, that fired up about certain things because it does show that she has a lot of fandom. And I, I say that in a good way. Uh, and she knows what she likes. Yeah. And you know what? When you don't know what you like, sometimes you're just kind of lost in a sea of trying everything and nothing really sticks. It's slightly admirable to be able to watch somebody be like, I like this and I know I like this, so I'm going to buy that. I'm so wishy-washy when it comes to stuff. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to look at reviews, and then I'm going to ask my friends, and then I'm going to rent it from the library, and then I'm going to wait for a sale that'll never come. (laughs) Then I'll forget about it. The one thing I want to say is this about Caro is I give her mad credit for the fact that she came from the outside, right? Mm -hmm. You guys were all friends. She had only met Donnie at the Switch launch, correct? Yep. And then he convinced her to come on and do some stuff. And, like, she's kind of just, like, inserted herself Mm -hmm. into this co-already existing world, per se. Boys club. Yeah. And just basically stepped in and was like, here I am. Like, like it, love it. I don't care. I'm here. I'm enjoying myself and having a good time. Like, I give her all the credit in the world, man. I think she's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, and you're yeah. and you're right. Lu- Lucas is right. She's she's passionate is the is the yeah. best word to, to use there, yeah. uh, and she likes what she likes, and she gets excited about it. And you're right. I I too wish I would get excited about things as opposed to just getting angry about things as I tend to do more <laughs> more times than, than not. Um, but Joel's real question though: Would you rather see your favorite sports team win a championship, or actually see a new Metroid or F Zero? Mm-hmm. Lucas, you go. Let's give Bobby some time to think because he, uh, he hasn't seen these yet. That's oh, not it's easy. easy. That's All right, easy. Go. All right like, go for it. Dude, the Yankees won the championship again this year. I'm not, what, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I don't need Metroid. I don't need F-Zero. Like, Metroid Prime, let's just be serious. It's one of the worst franchises in the world. Ooh. It is not that oh. great. It doesn't sell well. People yes, are screaming true. that, hey, we deserve this. We deserve that. No, you need to go buy the thing in the first place. Mm. Like, don't 
flub your nose at every single thing that's Metroid because this is why you don't get what you get. Like, and this is why you do get what you get. Like, you don't have this problem with Animal Crossing. I want a new Animal Crossing. Guess what's coming out? A new Animal Crossing. That's yeah, like that's just what happens. They don't hold back on the on these because they know that people spend money on it. They're not gonna. I've always said this that if a Nintendo console does well, you will get your Metroid game. You mm-hmm. will get all the other stuff because when the when the top tier games sell, they have to create something else to fill the gap until that top True. tier game comes back around again. Yeah. So Wii U didn't sell, you're not going to get a Metroid. You know, like uh, the Nintendo 64 didn't sell well, you're not going to get a Metroid. The sure. Switch is selling, you'll get it eventually, but it's like I'm not really concerned whether we get one again or not. Like I'm, I'm, I prefer the the 2D side scrolling ones. Me too. But, but but by the way, they did put out that Metroid game, mm-hmm. and everybody made a million. All these hardcore Metroid fans made a million excuses why they can't go back to the 3DS to play it instead of buying it, and the yep. thing didn't sell well. Yep. So it's kind of like, what do you want? You know what I mean? Like so, I know people aren't gonna be happy about that, but whatever. So but <laughs> by the way, the Yankees gonna win the World Series this year, so I'm okay with just waiting for my team to win the World Series. <laughs> now see, now see, so I'm a Yankees fan too, and I'm a, a New England Patriots fan too, which that'll that'll raise some eyebrows here too. I get it. It's fine. So here's my answer. I'm okay with not seeing them win a championship because they win so many anyway that I can give a year off and just say <laughs> I want to see the, I want to see the new Metroid. Uh, F Zero, it, it is what it is. If an F Zero came out, I'd play it. But I'm not a person saying, oh my God, where is F Zero? It's fine. Give me Mario Kart. I like it better anyway. Yeah. But Metroid. So, so I agree with your points here. The Metroid games they don't sell. Uh, yeah. I have played every single Metroid game ever, and I think the only one that I I was really honestly completely disappointed with was Other M. Back on the Wii, I didn't like that what they were trying to do there at all. Um, but you're right, people don't buy it. But I would rather see Metroid come out sooner. I know we're getting it, but I'd rather see it come out sooner than wait uh, longer in in my mind there. But Lucas, you know, most kids are gonna know Samus as a fighter in Smash Brothers, yeah, rather than the actual it's game true. she comes yeah, from. Yeah. Dark um, Samus, they have no idea what that's from. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually don't have much um, besides the original Metroid. I don't have much. Um, uh, history there other than metroidvania you know that's a term that gets thrown around <laughs> like it wasn't good enough it wasn't good enough to spawn its own subgenre it had to like team up with another game to to have its own subgenre but f-zero now here's the thing would would i say i'm a diehard f-zero fan no but if they could modernize it make it 3d make it like a wipeout or something like that mm-hmm. and sell it for maybe 40 dollars Instead of, or maybe like a digital only type deal. Sure. I don't have to worry about the Red Wings winning a Stanley Cup anytime soon. They're, they've they been in a rebuilding period almost as long as the Lions have, it feels like. So, <laughs> oh my God. like everyone moved away and retired and now they're not going to win. So, uh, like, it's kind of like the opposite problem. I know they're not going to win. So, I'll just have another year of not winning if they can find a way to modernize and make make cool F-Zero. So I would take that's an fair. F-Zero. All right, that's fair. Last question we have comes from Nick. Uh, will Nintendo ever follow in the footsteps of the music and movie industry and give people access to their libraries in a meaningful way, or would they continue to take every opportunity to burn their history to the ground? And I think that's a jab at Nintendo going after another emulation site and, and swing the pants off of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I, I'll jump first on this one. <sighs> I don't want to say Nintendo's burning their history because the Nintendo games, for the most part, have been repeatedly accessible. Your Mario World, your Link to the Past, like you can get those. Um, 
certain games, yes, they're kind of gone. Like Earthbound is hard to get in a physical cartridge now. Uh, Earthbound beginnings or, you know, mother, the first mother game is like near impossible to get on cartridge or even just it came to the Wii U and that's it digitally. So there's certain ones that will, I think, fade away. But I think Nintendo, I don't know if they're ever going to get to that point where they're going to start doing digital games on the regular. We get the whole library of anything and purchase it like an Amazon Prime video. The, the, the NES and SNES online that they're doing with the Switch is a start, but it'll never hit that nerve that every gamer wants. Like, I want access to everything I could on the NES, including, you know, I want to play Friday the 13th from NES. I think, no, you don't. The game was terrible. You just think <laughs> it was good because you're remembering back to when you were a kid. Yeah. But certain games can just go just like certain movies as much as we don't think about it they 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 are going yeah. uh you look at things like uh dogma which is one of my favorite kevin smith movies you can't get it because the weinsteins own it kevin smith doesn't own the rights to it so you can't get a copy of that movie anymore it's gone so like i was sitting there thinking like oh I, my older girls i want to start showing them some kevin smith stuff the the tamer stuff and i was like oh dogma would be a good one because it's kind of funny has some action elements this would be a great one and then i was like i can't find it why and i looked up and found out why so I think certain things are going to happen with games too. We want to revisit and get those games again, but the bottom line is the developers or the publishers either A, aren't around anymore, or B, don't want to re-release it because they're busy doing like mobile ports or things of that nature. But the Nintendo core games, they seem to make their way digitally again and again and again. Um, will they do it to the point that they're on like Steam where you can get it and it's kind of saved forever almost at that point? No, but I think they do an okay enough job to bring the big ones to the masses, if you will. I feel like the problem with the virtual console as we remember it is the Nintendo fans. And if you remember before the Switch launched, a lot of people were just like, I don't want to buy Super Mario again. Again. I mean, like, but now that we don't get it, everybody's like, why don't I have a virtual console? Why don't I have a virtual console? It's like, (sighs) you created this monster, essentially. I would I would buy all those games all over again because I would be in my mind I look at it as it's a convenience for me not to go have to hook up my NES yeah. and go try to get a, a CRT TV and and play these things ancient wise again. I don't mind paying four or five bucks for a game that I really truly love yeah. to have the convenience to play it, especially with the Switch to be able to play that on the TV, be able to play it on the go at any time I want. It's one of the things that I love about Switch. Uh, or Nintendo Online is this fact that we have this stuff, um, and I like the twist that they're doing where you make it online multiplayer and all that stuff. I don't, I don't have a problem with Nintendo going after emulation sites because I feel like if you're a true Nintendo fan, you should already have these games as mm-hmm. it is. If you're a collector, um, the fact that Nintendo doesn't put everything out there, you, you can go get everything. Like this isn't, this isn't like a digital only console that died and yeah. broke. You can go back and play Mario. You Like mm-hmm. I said, you go buy an NES. And if you don't want to buy like the old school ones, you can buy a Retron, whatever, mm-hmm. and, and plug it in and play and all that stuff. So the ability for us to go do it, the problem is, is people don't want to pay for games. Yeah, They view it as, well, I bought the NES game back in, in 1985, so I should be able to play it for the rest of my life for free. And sorry, that's not the way the world works. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. There's, you know, well, I don't want to say that because that's spoilers. And like, if you have some young audience listeners, well, you could get in trouble. Something about Christmas and Santa and all that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, the, the thing is, the thing is, like, just go support Nintendo where they can. Yeah, you know I mean, like, and yes, it sucks. I can't play Mother Three yet. 
It, it, it really kills me. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't want to play on a stupid little postage stamp screen yeah. <laughs> in order to play it, a translated version of it. I do want, and I'm holding out hope that'll eventually happen. And you know what? Me too. When it happens, I'll erupt and I'll buy it day one and I'll go enjoy it and I'll love it. It's just emulations to me, no way to cut it. I don't care what people think. It's stealing. At the end of the day, it's stealing. And <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you've owned the game 50 million times or not. That's the way I feel about it. And I feel like it's Nintendo's intellectual property. They made that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I make this cell phone case and Lucas comes over and picks it up and takes it, that's not okay. It's breaking the mm-hmm. law. doesn't matter if Lucas goes, no, but I really like it. And, and you know, I think you're cool, so I'm just going to take it. Like, no. I used to I used to have that case when I was a kid, so can I just have it again? Please? Yeah, exactly. Like, can I just take it? and steal? It's stealing at the end of the day. So... I get why Nintendo does it because they're trying to protect their properties and what they're doing. Um, so I don't have a problem with them protecting and doing what they do. Um, but as far as like a virtual console type thing, <clears throat> I, I would love for them to go like, Hey, remember what we did with the Wii? Cause that was the best virtual console we ever had. Like it had everything. I would love for them to just be like, here you go. Boom. Here's the Wii back again. Like I would love for them to go like maybe year three or four. Yeah. Just be like, guys, we finally figured it out. Here it is. You can either buy them by piecemeal and and have them own, or you can buy Nintendo Online Plus. That's like forty bucks a year, and you get them all for free. We get to play. Mm. That would be yeah. amazing. So I just I just got an update too before Lucas jumps in about ROM Universe the lawsuit. So mm. apparently, it also turns out that these guys charge thirty dollars a year for a membership to the ROM website. So they're actually oh, profiting. So it's not yeah. even, you can't even make the claim that it's preservation, which some of these sites try and say like, no, this is, we're making a profit of it. And yeah. they currently also host available console games right now. So like modern games, like, you know, Super oh, Mario, you know, whatever, yeah. like they'll have it all. And so, yeah. So I'm okay with Nintendo fighting this one even more so now because yeah. they're straight up profiting off their work for sure. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Lucas. Yeah. Sorry. I think the only thing I can really add is I don't know if it's really fair to compare it to the music and movie industry because there's a lot of middlemen involved with like, oh, all my favorite movies are on Netflix or whatever. Um, kind of Disney sort of taking the Nintendo route now. But see mm. – I feel like Nintendo has always been close to the vest with especially their specific yeah. first party properties. And so to say, like, why why is it that I can get all my music and movies on all these different platforms really easily? Well, that's because they have all these middlemen. The business is built around that and they already know how to monetize that. And I think it's with Nintendo. They're trying to figure out, you know, we have 800 Nintendo games, right? Or about how do we make it so it's profitable for us as a a sustainable as a business without just being like, here they all are all at once for free, you Mm. know? So I, you know, I don't blame them for trying to figure that out. And it like, it's not apples to apples. Let's let's be fair. Let's break it down. So the movie industry, right? You used to go to the, used to go to the theater, go watch a movie, Mm -hmm. right? The movie would stay in the theater for the whole summer, right? Yeah. Or the whole winter. You would go, you could literally, I remember Batman 89. I went 15 <laughs> yep. times that summer to go watch it. Like every other weekend I was going to go watch it because it yeah. stayed in all the time. Yeah. Now that you get maybe two, three weeks, then it hits DVD and digital and goes. Why is that? Because those markets are done. The mm-hmm. black market destroyed 
that where they have to get them out quicker because Mm -hmm. essentially you could go bootleg these movies immediately and the quality is so high up now of the bootlegs and stolen copies that they have to figure out how to get them out digitally and do all that stuff. They had to evolve. Brick and mortar stores went away. Mm. Right now, brick and mortar stores are still in in existence for video games. Now, as we move closer to the digital realm, I think you get to that point where it all disappears, and then you have it where Nintendo and all these guys go, okay, we need to do something. Because let's be fair, Disney is just doing this next year. It's not even here yet, or this this year. This half of the year. You know, Netflix was the first one that was doing it for years before anybody else did it. Sure. No one has done it in the video game world. Like PlayStation tried it. It really wasn't that great. Um, but it looks like we're starting to move that way now. Mm-hmm. Nintendo is a type of company that does not lead in that terms. Like they are not a tech company. Yes, they 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 are involved in tech, but they are not a tech company. They don't create tech. They borrow and they license tech and then mold it to what they need. So they're not the company that's going to go out and go, hey, this is what we're doing. When you see Microsoft and Sony do it, Nintendo will sit back, watch it, tweak it, and mm-hmm. make it their own. So mm-hmm. until the other two companies start doing it, there's no reason why we should think that Nintendo's going to be at the forefront pushing it. It's just not going to happen. I don't think that they're anywhere near ready to do it. It's just how it is. I agree. Agreed. I agree. So that wraps up the questions. So thank you, everybody, for sending those in. We do appreciate them. And now we're going to move on to uh, – it's all joking aside now. We've made picked our fun a little bit. We're going to get into – instead of doing news, but some of it may tie into recent news, we want to take advantage of having the guru here and discuss some Nintendo-related topics – and chit-chat a little bit about them, get his point of view. We'll do some anticipations. We'll do some guesses what's going to come down the pipeline and kind of comment on today's stuff. So, number one, Ring Fit Adventure. Have to talk about this, <laughs> right? So, yeah. came out, the trailer came out, the 10-minute trailer for it, that I will say, if you've watched it, this might be the worst promotional video Nintendo has ever put out between the two people they had that are quite frankly scary i may have nightmares about that the two of them tonight (laughs) when i go to sleep um but this is a very nintendo thing to do yeah um so for those of you haven't seen it look it up online it's basically a ring but you're playing a jrpg and doing exercise motions as your plan of turn-based attack essentially so okay do these five crunches to take out these guys or do some yoga stretches very nintendo um, so I have two two questions I kind of want to talk about this. So the first one is, do we think this could reach the same levels of commercial success as we Fit did, or is this going to be something more on par with Labo in the Switch generation type of deal? Lucas, see, here was my first thought when I when I was looking at this. Uh, when it comes to something like We Fit, and I had the We Fit, mm-hmm. that thing was very accessible. I mean, you're not. It's going to work you out, but if you're looking for like a P90X workout, you're not going to get it on that thing. Sure. But it is going to get you up and moving, and you can get your heart rate going. And I think the biggest thing was that it was very easily accessible to the older generation, the people who kind of needed to use it, you know, that needed that accessibility because they might not know what video games is. Just like Wii Sports was kind of like really big in all the retirement homes and stuff because they could finally get out and go bowling. This, I look at it and I'm like, I don't know what the age cutoff point for this. Like, is grandma really going to want to play a JRPG that requires, you know, flexing to to be able to, you know, kill the boss or whatever? Mm-hmm. I think it's I, I think it's a cool idea, but I really think that it kind of shrank 
the amount of the, the audience basically for this product. So I think just on that, I don't think it can be as big. You know, okay. I think it is kind of like a Labo, maybe more successful than Labo because okay. fitness stuff, I think, already has a built in like, I'm going to check that out because yeah. I'm into fitness and video games. But, you know, I don't think I think that cutoff kind of, you know, hamstrings it a little bit. So you want to fight that bodybuilding dragon? Yeah, dude, I'm going to flex on that guy. And I mean, like they said, it's it's every gym rat's uh, – it is every gym rat. It's your worst nightmare. It's the guys sure. who scream and then throw the weights on the ground. And you're like over there doing like curls or whatever with just the bar. And you're like, I'll get there one day. You're in the judgment-free zone of the gym there. Like, <laughs> Where they serve pizza on Tuesdays or whatever. I'm into fitness. Fitness pizza in my mouth. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is going to be more along the lines of Labo, probably a little bit more – uh, successful and you're 100% right we fit like that thing was everywhere but the one caveat I want to say that that may help it a little bit like you said it has a built-in fitness guys or fitness girls they'll buy anything fitness related there's always these fads and they'll go out and they'll do it just to try it you know they might be off of it in four months that's fine whatever but here's where I think it might do a little bit better than Labo is the the price point so a lot of people roll their eyes saying 80 bucks it's like oh geez that's a lot for this thing the we fit balance board came out at 130. And eventually, like, you can get it on sale for, like, 100 But this is already cheaper than both of those at point of entry. And then you get sales, uh, Gamers Club Unlocked, if you pre-order, things like that. You'll get it down a little bit. I'm sure Amazon will do, like, a launch thing where it's $10 less. I think it might be a little bit more accessible. It is weird, um, for sure. Like, it, it's an odd choice of style of game. But I think you're right where it won't be Wii Fit, but I don't think it's going to do as, I don't want to say poorly as Labo, because I, I really enjoy Labo, but it didn't sell commercially that well. Um, I think it'll outsell Labo, personally. Yeah, probably. I'm with you guys. I think yeah. that um, I think ultimately it's it's probably on par with Labo. I think though, but the idea I like what Nintendo's trying to do mm-hmm. is they're going like, hey man, there's a lot of kids out there that are a little chubby, little little probably heading to the obese range. You know what I mean? And right. I think that yeah, I'm, listen, I'm there. <laughs> and uh, and I think there's they look at it and go like, there's a lot of kids that love games and jrpgs are huge in the nintendo world right now yeah. and maybe we we get some kids to just try our game and next thing you know they really like this game and by the way they're they're losing some weight in the process so i don't think it's a bad idea i i applaud them for giving this a shot uh but i just don't think it's going to be a huge seller i don't think it's going to do what they wanted to do i i think it'll probably do the same if not a little better than labo mm-hmm. um because it's it's a peripheral. It's a peripheral yeah. with a game, and those yeah. things don't necessarily sell that well on any game. You know what I mean, yeah. like it, it's rare that a that a peripheral with a game sells millions of units. So I think that you know I think why we fit did so well. The install base was massive by the time yep. that game came out. So sure. and people, you know, you had a lot of parents and grandparents that owned it were like, hey, let me work out. Let me see what this is all about. And it was just natural. This is a little different. This is because this isn't for the grandparents. This isn't for my parents or, you know, and I'd be as fair as to say, like a lot of people our age that do have kids that have switches, they're not going to play this. So it's a little bit different realm here. That's right. So the next, the follow up point staying on the same topic, though, this is what I said the second they first unveiled the teaser for, hey, what this thing is, you saw people doing all the weird movements. This is where if I ran Nintendo Shack. I would go with it. How didn't this thing launch as a WarioWare game? 
in my mind, you'd get more, you'd probably number one, you'd sell more units. I feel versus an unknown IP, you get WarioWare behind it. You can do all the wacky movement things. It fits. Um, it's not as much of a stretch as a storyline. Like, hey, I'm exercising, and somehow when I exercise, I'm defeating enemies. How does that work? Are they intimidated by your abs? Like, it's very weird. <laughs> um, I think the WarioWare would have also given you the same thing where you're moving. You could even call it WarioWare Fitness and had done all these wacky mini games just to get you exercise and moving. In my mind, that makes more sense than this weird adventure-sizing type game. So, I, I don't know. Would you? What would you do then, essentially, to help sell this idea better in your minds for me it would be warioware i mean i don't think warioware is a bad idea um i think perhaps you talked about it earlier a bad game you said was nintendo land like you do something similar to that sure. where you have multi-themed places to go with this ring and do different things with it um that would have been a good idea across mm-hmm. the board but i don't i don't necessarily i don't want to knock this idea at all yeah i don't think this is a bad idea I think that we don't understand it. A very similar to Labo, I don't know that this is really for us. You know what I mean? The the fitness boxing game was probably the fitness yeah. game for us. This, mm-hmm. I think, is geared for a much younger audience that, again, they hope that they trick them into exercising by playing an RPG. And I think that's not a bad thing. And I think that what we've run into when we try to custom fit this to what we like it would it might not work out because what we're trying to do is we're trying to go. This is what I would have if they mm-hmm. would if they, if they did this. It's a it's a no brainer. I buy it day one, and I think this is a different thing where it's like, hey, this is great for the kids. You should buy it anyway if you have sure. kids, so that way they do go get some exercise and stuff. So I think it's a little different animal, mm-hmm. but I, I I I can also say that like if they did have WarioWare, I'd be on board with it. So it's a win for you, Kevin. <laughs> Um, I think I, I, I'm okay with this. I think as I look at it more, I'm realizing what you have to do is sell this kind of like what you were saying, Bobby, to the, the parents of the children. That's really what it comes down to. There's not going to be any kid going, I want to play this fitness game. There might be some, but Hmm. like overall, as far as sales numbers are concerned, you want the parents to buy this. So I, when I first saw it, I was kind of thinking of another one-two switch or something like that, mini games based thing, but yeah. not quite as focused. So that got me thinking: Why wouldn't you do maybe three different experiences, <clears throat> or even two, where you get here's the one for the kids, and then you get the other one where it's like here's the one for the adults that you know you buy yeah. this one and it's not so. I look at these graphics and I honestly I thought of Fortnite because the boxes are all silly looking and everything, <laughs> yeah. and it's very colorful. Sure. So it's clearly trying to kind of evoke that so maybe i don't know do you i feel like you have to launch with more than one experience more than one thing that's where labo kind of had it over this is where you had all these different options like i would have been fine just buying the piano that piano thing looked cool yeah yeah um and that that was what was nice is you you had all these options to pick from now why they don't have some sort of Labo VR integration with this. You know, you got the Labo strapped on your face. You're holding this ring. You got this thing strapped to your leg. Doesn't that sound like fun? No. I think that's – no, that's what they need to do. <laughs> Sweating cardboard does not go well, dude. <laughs> no, man. It's going to be huge. I tell you what. It's the future. Exactly. It's like you're really there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, no, I'm just right. kidding. But yeah, I, I, I think there needs to be options. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so the next topic was Lucas's topic, actually. What has been the biggest recent Nintendo disappointment for you and why? So Lucas, you go first because this, this was your, your submission here. Okay, yeah, sure. You know, at first, well, I don't want to... Yeah, I don't want to steal anybody's, uh, so I won't mention an honorable mention until the end. Okay. But I had a first thought, and then I switched up when I really thought about it. So my biggest recent disappointment was Mario Party. I was really looking forward to the game. And, you know, I've heard it's pretty fun. I've heard it's not, you know, not bad. They kind of oversaturated the market a little bit, I, I remember, in the past with having so many different iterations. It got up to, like, what, eight or nine? We're at 10 now, whatever, but they were all, they were all coming out really kind of quickly. Yeah. Um, as far as games are concerned. And for me, I think what really disappointed me was the fact that I needed more joy cons and the integration with the internet and the online modes where you could only do the mini games. And I know not everybody likes the board game aspect of it and everything, but you know, for some people they just want to, I just want to play the board game aspect because mm-hmm. I like board games and not being able to do that online was really a bummer. But looking at that game and realizing I don't have two extra joy cons. So I have to add another 70 or 80 bucks on top of the price of this game kind of really bummed me out because I finally have three other people I could play this with. And I, I kind of felt like there was that gate for me where it was like, oh, but you can't do this. Oh, but you got to have this. <clears throat> so that was a really big disappointment for me. Okay. Bobby? Um, so I don't want to go too deep into the one game. I got two games, but I don't want to go deep into the one because we've had already bagged on it. But Fire Emblem. I feel mm-hmm. like I was so excited for that game, so ready for that game. And then I got it and I was just like, meh. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I bailed on it very, relatively quickly. Um, but that aside, uh, Mario Aces just really that was not the game i expected to be like it was it was better than the wii u like what was that war uh mario smash tennis or whatever yeah like it was much better than that but i felt like it was so blase like i just wanted to play a tournament and not an online tournament where i felt like it was just these huge smash hits and whoever could out smash the other person just beat them down and it just was like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I felt like if they would have gave us just a more, if if they would have taken like what what real tennis is, where you go to like, but but Mario fight them. Like you go to your Wimbledon and whatever you call that, the Mushroom Cup or whatever it is, and then yeah. like you, you all these different entrants join, and then they have a bracket and you work your way through, and then it's like, okay, now you're done. Now you move to the next tournament and it's the Australian Open, and then you know across board U.S. Open and that would have been more fun to me. Like maybe the idea is like you, you play the tournament and then you work these mini games going across the map to get to the next tournament. Mm. And that would mm, have been okay. better for me than what we got. And I felt very much like, no, this is not for me. So again, I walked away fairly quickly um, and I was disappointed. I thought it was going to be a better game than it was. That was my that was the one I wasn't going to mention, actually. I only played the demo and when nobody knew what they were doing, I was having a lot of fun. Yeah. Then like three days later, it's like whatever the super special move is was just yeah. happening all the time and the yeah. lag and everything. I was just like, OK, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. Dropped it like a bad habit. That's fair. That's fair. I agree. I agree with the, the, the Mario Tennis one there, too. Uh, Mario Party, I don't 
agree as much. I was I'm disappointed not... with the online, but everything else I liked. It was a solid, yeah. but I, I have four people at home that can play. I was so going to say, situation. I will say that I don't think it's a bad game. I just think that the the things around surrounding it yes. were my specific problem. So I was disappointed. Sure, that so, makes sense. So so for mine, um, Breath of the Wild. I'm just kidding. I just want Donnie <laughs> to say, what yeah, you say? Yeah, um, No, no, no. Um, so my real <laughs> answer actually is, and I'm not going to bag on it. We're not going to talk too much about it because we have, is, is the Fire Emblem Three Houses. It, it was to the point that just seeing everything. So the initial announcement of the game, I was like, wow, this looks really cool. This is what, you know, 3D, great. This is going to be so much fun. But the second it came out and watching everybody talk about everything that was in that game versus what wasn't in that game, a.k.a. the actual combat, it turned me off to the point that I still haven't played it. I'm just like, I don't need to. Uh, if and when I get to it, I get to it. Like, I have zero desire to go play that game. And being a Nintendo first-party game as a Nintendo fan for my entire freaking life, that makes me a little sad that I just, I legit just do not care about this game at all because of how much it changed. And, and games should change. We shouldn't have the same experience. I think that's why a lot of people were down on, on Mario this last one because they're like, well, it's just, it's it's Sunshine. It's Galaxy. It's Mario 64. They're not doing anything different. Well, you know, you can't beat them up for not changing, but then also when they change, you get so upset when it changes too much. Um, so just for me, I just want more combat out of my Fire Emblem. That's all it is. So uh, it is what it is, but that's been my biggest disappointment uh, most recently from them. Um, we have a couple more questions. We're going to quick hits because we're running a little bit long here. So just real quick, I'm going to name a couple titles that are coming out this year. I just want to know if you're in or you're out and why. So first one, Luigi's Mansion. Lucas. In. I only recently, when I saw this at first, I was like, that looks pretty cool. But I, I was, I never was into it before, so I didn't have any experience with it. So I went back and checked out the other ones, and I'm like, this is cool. I don't know why. You look at it and you think, okay, maybe this is kind of slow, kind of weird gameplay. You have a vacuum, what? But then you play it and you're like, wow, this is way more cool than I thought it would be. And the style. I like yeah. the style, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm in, and I... Didn't really like the original Luigi's Mansion that much on the GameCube. I did like the 3DS version. I know a lot of people bagged on it. But then what they showed the last Direct, that gigantic mansion with all these different floors, I was like, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Uh, so it gives me – I feel like it gives the best of both worlds. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm in. I've loved Luigi's Mansion since the GameCube one. Yeah. Uh, That's probably my most played GameCube game I had was that first. One. I beat it so many times. My wife did. Yeah. Um, the 3DS one I enjoyed. I didn't like it as much, but I still enjoyed it. I wasn't like down on it or anything like that. So I'm super excited for this one. I'm in. Next one coming out this month, Link's Awakening. Lucas. In. Um, I never played the original. I think this looks cute. Uh I might try to rent it, but if it takes too long, I might actually purchase it. Got to use that Gamers Club Club Unlocked while it's still around. So. That's true. That's true. Um, I not only am buying it, I'm actually getting the new Switch Lite that day. I'm buying that game. I also, Ooh. I actually also, Toby acquired me the special edition from the UK. Oh. So I paid him for that. He's shipping me that, and then I'll buy the game digitally so I can actually play it. The day yeah. it launches, so awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm going, and I bought the amiibo, so I'm, I'm oh in. nice. I so I'm I'm in on this one, and I don't know how yet. Uh, I do want to buy it. Finances are not <laughs> in line right now for this purchase because I was kind of like, <laughs> well, I know I want Luigi's Mansion, and here's my thing: is I did play it when it was back on the Game Boy, um, and I do know how long the game is. That's my only hesitation. I know a lot of people are saying it, and they're like, it's stupid to be like, you know, 
upset about it, but it's like in my head, I'm like, it's a $60 game that I could beat in like three hours because it's, it's a faithful yeah. translation looks incredible. I love the art style. I love the way I love exactly what they're doing with it. But in the back of my head, I'm like, man, is this $60 though? So that's the <laughs> one thing, but I, but I'm in, I just don't know how I am in as of yet. Um, Next one, the the ever controversial it seems, especially in our Discord at least, um, Damon X Machina, Lucas. Um, you know I'm out right now, but with my peepers open, I'm watching this one because this is a little bit, this is a different thing for every person I talk to. It seems <laughs> like some people like the way the combat is, some people like being able to do like do your mech up however you want and in the the customization. So I kind of just need to know if the game is actually like the story and stuff is worth it. So right now I'm out. It's off my radar um, for the time being. The closer it gets to release, I start hearing people talk about it. Maybe maybe I'll start looking at it then. Uh, I'm out, but I'm going to buy, I'm going to get the demo. The newest mm-hmm. demo, because yeah. I heard that that's the closest to the game, obviously. Uh, and there's some fixes from the original. I played the original demo, trash, all day long. Yep, yep. And yeah. I wanted nothing to do with it. So this one, I'm going to try this demo and hope for the best. And if I like it, I'll get it. But right now, I am out. So we'll see. Okay. I, I too am out. Uh, I played the original demo, did not like it. Kind of realized right off the bat that it's not a game for me, and that's fine. Um, as we know, we people like Tom Servo and, and Kaiju Guy, they're like they're all over this one in our Discord. Like they're like foaming at the mouth for this game, and I'm, I'm happy mm-hmm. for them. But I know what I should be playing and what I definitely should not be playing, and this one is not on my radar. So pass. I didn't think Astral Chain was going to be good either. So what oh, do I know? You know, so good, dude. <laughs> right? And Astral, so now I'm just like so good. Yeah, I'm out of the loop now. So, yeah, no, me too on that one. So last one, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Lucas. Um, Boy, is it possible to have one foot in both camps? You know, <laughs> because I played po- Let's Go. I played Let's Go, uh-huh. and um, I really did not expect to like it. And it charmed me. The problem was it wasn't, it wasn't quite deep enough for me. And so I remember Donnie was like, well, you know, these new ones are coming out. Maybe that'll be more it's your be thing. Deeper. Yeah. yeah, he was like, this was made to be kind of easy, more easily to be accessible and everything. And uh, so, yeah, now I'm kind of like looking at it like, ooh, maybe, maybe I'm there. So I don't know. I, I honestly, I don't know. I'm kind of ask me on another day and the answer might be different, you know, so. I know Bobby's answer, but we're still going to let him talk anyway. So. Well, I bought <laughs> I bought the special edition Switch Lite, so I have that one coming <laughs> as well. So, um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm uh, I'm not an old school Pokemon player, so it wasn't until Pokemon Go that I actually started actually looking at these games and giving okay. it a shot because I was playing Pokemon Go. And I was like, I want deeper story. There's no story with this Pokemon Go thing. I like it. Yeah. I have fun with my friends, but this just isn't. I want the story. And I always get in and I start playing and I wind up leaving like midway through the games. But each time I play, I get further and further and further to the depth of the game. So. I'm going to get this one probably. I'm going to play it. I'll probably play more of this one than I had of Sun and Moon. And hopefully I'll beat it. Or actually, uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. Because I actually got a good, decent, like, I think four gems in on that one. And then okay. I stopped. So maybe this one I'll actually go all the way with it. But we'll see. We'll see. But I'm definitely, like, going to buy it day one. And then we'll see from there. Sure. Now, I, I'm kind of like Lucas. I'm, I'm one foot in both camps on this one. So I, I did... 
uh, grow up playing the original Pokemon. So I had like red. Uh, my wife had blue. Like we, we started like when we were dating playing Pokemon. Um, you know, I, I did Ruby and Sapphire and then I took some time off and I'd always kind of jump back in every couple iterations. Um, and then I did like X and Y and I played both of those and I, I liked it again. Um, but then I've skipped over the last couple. I did get Pokemon Let's Go uh, for my wife. I played it very, very little bit because I'm like, I remember this game way too much because it's just the original yeah. one. Um, so I, yeah. I put that down pretty quick. And I'm looking at this one saying, well, maybe, maybe it's time to go back for a little bit. Um, but I'm not completely sold on it at all. And I think Caro and Donnie would be surprised to even hear me say I'm thinking about Pokemon because they, <laughs> they immediately assume that there's no chance in hell I'm playing it. But it is what it is. All right. So last question we have here. and I'm going to hybrid the last two into one question. The future of Nintendo. Looking at next year, looking at 2020, what do we see for things like Animal Crossing, which we know a little bit about, still not a ton. Uh, what's up on deck for the next Mario or Zelda game? Is that Breath of the Wild 2 the next Zelda game, or is there something else before then? And then lastly, and probably most importantly, why is there no Pikmin yet? Where's my Pikmin? I'm getting, I'm fed up of talking about this damn game. Where's my Pikmin? Lucas. Well, I mean, we don't need tech demos anymore, so we don't need Pikmin anymore, mm. right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the deal with Pikmin is. I thought that was pretty pretty big when it first came out. A lot of people seemed to enjoy it, and I thought that was the next thing, but uh, then it disappeared. Sorry. Sorry, Kev. It's okay. Um, Animal Crossing. That seems interesting, right? It's it's camping simulator, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, it makes me wonder if that mobile game was kind of the the inspiration, like which one inspired which, like did which idea came first, you know, because that was also camping related. Mm-hmm. I think that's enough for for me to get interested in because, uh, you know, you don't you're not going back to the house thing, but it's kind of familiar, you know, still. And I've never been big in Animal Crossing, so maybe it is time to to check it out. So, um, I'd like to see more. I've seen kind of what you can do and it's like okay i can fish okay i can grow things like what else is there like what's the hook what's the story what keeps me coming back that's Mm -hmm. what i need to see and i hope we see more of that that's kind of what i want to see from animal crossing now is what keeps me coming back like stardew valley keeps me coming back sure that's fair um as far as next mario i don't know i i honestly don't know Another galaxy, like I know a lot of people would be like happy to see it or like a remastered galaxy or something like that. Um, I don't know. All I know is that I'm looking forward to it because my son was it was a big surprise when he he really liked Super Mario Odyssey. And he's probably the only reason why I beat the game. So whatever it is, I'd like to I'd like I'm, I'm anxiously awaiting that so that him and I can both kind of like have that day one purchase experience that I don't normally do for myself anymore because I will do it for him. I have no problem like pre-ordering this game and going and picking it up or whatever that whatever he wants to do. Um, And then as far as Zelda goes, link to the past remake. Okay. How do you not like, okay. Like question, do you want to print your own money? Yes or no. If it's yes, (laughs) then you make link to the past, right? Now, would you do the same art style as Link Awakening is doing to make it easier that the engine's already there? Or do you want to see something different? I don't think anybody would complain if that was the case, if they okay. remade it. It's kind of the cheap, smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. But Nintendo doesn't necessarily do the cheap, smart thing. They typically do what's best for the property. Okay. So in that case, I think Link to the Past with its slightly darker theme, maybe less like toyish 
tilt shift look to it, maybe a That's little fair. bit more. I don't want to say realistic, but maybe more like Wind Waker or something like that. More colorful, okay. but but more striking, I guess. Sure. Sure. Um, okay, so if you would have told me at the beginning of this year that I would have said that 2019 was probably one of Nintendo's best years games-wise for the Switch, I would have said you're absolutely crazy. I didn't <laughs> yeah. think there was any way to beat year one. Yeah. And I feel like year three definitely beats year two. And comes pretty damn close to beating year one in okay. terms of what games have hit. So I can't say that I, I they can't. So me saying that, and the reason why I say that is the first half of 2019 was trash. There mm-hmm. really was nothing there. Yep. But holy crap, dude. I have no time to play anything the second <laughs> tier of the, the second part of the year. So I look at 29 or 2020 and go, Man, the gloves are off. Anything crazy can happen with this year. We know Animal Crossing is coming. Like you said, there's not a whole lot that we know about it. We get the gist of it. We get the feel of it. It's more of New Leaf, but just taking the gloves off of everything. Mm-hmm. This is they've they've breath of the wilded this yeah. game. Yeah. Where it's just like with with New Leaf, the gloves were on after all these years. They just basically were like, we're gonna do enough to change it and make people confused and not know exactly what they're doing. To just set the world on fire, and that's what they're doing, and I'm all for that. Um, but what else comes? I think we could pr- possibly see Pikmin 4 at that point. We do know that Pikmin 4 is done. Um, we also know that Hey Pikmin was not Pikmin no. 4. No, that was that was said by Miyamoto. Yeah. Um, so when we get it, I think that looking at the next year, there's not a lot slated. I don't know if we get Breath of the Wild 2. In 2020, there's a good chance. There's people that believe that there's a chance we could do it. I'm just not ready to, to bet everything on that. I don't think we get Metroid Prime at all. I don't think that game's even close to being done. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta 3 is the, probably the wild card that could sure. potentially pop up. But Platinum, if we've seen anything with Astral Chain, just let them work. When you give them the freedom to take their time and, and bake a game completely – you get Astral Chain. When you let them half-ass it, you get Star Fox Zero. So it's totally up to you what platinum you want to come out the gates here. But I'm I'm very optimistic to go that 2020 will be a solid year. I I, I feel like Nintendo has earned so much respect from me and and commands a respect to go 2020 will be fantastic. I don't know the answers. I don't know what we're gonna get, but I think I'm very optimistic with 2020. I mean, who could have predicted Jedi Outcast 2 or whatever? Like, oh, God. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> anything's anything's possible. Yeah. Nothing is restricted. Yeah. It's true. It's true. So I think, and I mean, I've said this the last, I don't know, five, six years at this point, that Pikmin 4 will be next year. But I think it makes sense. So as, as Bobby said earlier, you don't get a Metroid game unless the console sells. Now, Pikmin isn't that exact same thing, but it's, it's the same thing. Like, if they're still gas in the tank for the switch which clearly there is then they're going to need more titles to throw in there this could fill in like a yoshi slot where like you get those kirby yoshi game like this is not i'm not gonna sit there and say pikmin's a top tier game it's not for nintendo it's not a high priority but it's certainly a good mid-tier card for them to to put in there so we may see that animal crossing i'm with bobby i'm all in on animal crossing i mean they could they could do whatever they want. I was going to be all in. So I'm excited to see more of this and I'm excited for other people to experience it for the first time. Like you, Lucas, and I want people to try it 
if I think it's something they can connect with. Like certain people will say, hey, should I play Animal Crossing? And I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't because you're going to hate it. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I think you, you and your son may enjoy playing that together. I think that'd be great. Mario. I don't know if we're getting a new Mario game next year. And I mean, Mario is in like Mario Odyssey, uh, not like a like a Mario Golf or something like that. I could easily see one mm. of those sliding in. Yeah, I would love to see them finally go back and do Mario Sunshine Remastered. I'd love to see that again. I know a lot of people kind of poo-poo on it. I think it's a beautiful-looking game. So regardless of the mechanic issues, if they were remastering it, they can fine-tune that stuff. But I think visually, it's a great-looking game, and it can help bolster that whole, oh, Nintendo Switch games don't look that great. Well, I think they can make this one look really great. Um, And Zelda, I'm with you. I'd love to see Link to the Past. Um, I don't know if we're going to, but I do think it's too early for Breath of the Wild 2. If they were ready to drop Breath of the Wild 2, whatever they're going to call that next one, I'd be concerned. I think it's too quick for a Zelda game. We typically see Zelda games have long development cycles. Like, I know you have the engine. I know they have the, the head start there. But I still don't want to see one pumped out in a year and a half. That To me, that just seems not a full <laughs> Zelda game, if that's the case. The Assassin's Creed effect. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want them to, to take a step back. Like, Breath of the Wild was so grand. You can't go back on that with your next title. Especially if it looks visually the same. Like, this yeah. looks the exact same thing. You could do something like, so Link's Awakening visually looks entirely different. People are like, oh, well, this looks like a kitty game. This is why it's so short. In their heads, you know, that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. You can't do something as grand as Breath of the Wild and then drop something that visually looks the same and be like, oh, this is a, you know, six hour campaign and it's yeah. directed. It's not open world. You can't do that. Yeah. No. So. But we shall see. We shall see. I do. I'm I'm with Bobby. I think I'm, I'm optimistic about 2020 for Nintendo. They've had they surprised me this year for sure with that second half of the year with what they're doing. And I think we see some of these titles get pulled out of the hat, you know, that have been, you know, sidebarred for a while in 2020. And I'll have a few anchor ones, of course, to get us hyped for. But I think we see a lot of these other developers and other Nintendo licenses kind of shine a little bit more um, come 2020. But so that, that's all I got. So. We'll wrap things up here. Number one, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Being part of PSVG's September to Remember, you know, Lucas and I are hard at work, not taking any time off to give you quality <laughs> content each and every single week and surprise people. So thank you very much for doing that. I know initially we wanted My Sean pleasure. on as well, but he's a diva and he's hard to manage time-wise. I, I get it. It's fine. We'll have Sean on for something else soon, I promise. Uh, we can talk about some uh, Xbox stuff that myself and Lucas have both been playing, whether it's on PC or Xbox anyway. So we, we'll we'll get into that. So thank you. But if people are not familiar with you, and I don't know how, Bobby, where can people connect with you and find some of your content, of course? Um, it's simple, man. You can just go to YouTube, check out Nintendo Guru, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Nintendo Gurus. NintendoGuru.com. Any of those fine things, you'll be able to find all my stuff. Awesome. And Lucas, where can people find your other non-PSVG-like shenanigans? Yeah, I mean, I do a uh, show called Flux to Post that's sort of gaming-related. Slice of life, all sorts of things. We, we get into all things. Just go to fluxtopose.com and you can check it out. I don't. I, we have a website, and I don't think anybody knows that we have one, so you can go there. <laughs> And you can just listen to it. You don't even have to download anything. You just click play and go, I hate these guys, and turn it off, and we're not on your phone anymore. So, yeah, check out fluxopose.com and that that whole thing we got going on. It is shenanigans. That's all it is. It's true. Otherwise, I'm hang- I'm creeping on the Discord all the time. So just tag me, and I'll see you. I'll look at your, your messages. Messages. So thank you, everybody. Uh, head over to psvg.blog to find all the links to everything we do, our YouTube, uh, Twitch, Mixer, Discord, all that stuff's there, psvg.blog. Uh, so thank you, as always, for tuning in. Thank you for telling a friend, everybody. We appreciate you. And I'm not going to do the normal sign-off because this is Nintendo Shack. So good night, Koopalings. Well, there you have it, everybody. Another great episode of a PSVG podcast. 
Network production for our September to Remember, which is basically a thank you to all of our friends, all of our listeners, and all of our Patreon supporters. Speaking of, we have to give a very special thank you to Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Raboni, Chris M., Devin Tyus, Paul Calico, Kyle Heyman, Benny Lou, and Joel Voss, a.k.a. Professor Switch. Thank you to you guys who are our highest tier members of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash psvg. Um, which, if you're not familiar with what this Patreon stuff is all about, is basically uh, you help support us in the network, which by no means we're trying to make a profit, but we are trying to make our stuff better and give back to all of you. So, in our way of giving back to all of you is some exclusive content, including PSVG DLC, um, you get Arcadia Academia, you get Kevin Hayes Everything, and you get now the newly announced board with everything as well as being entered into our Patron of the Month giveaways, which gets you a chance every month to win a cool prize. Current prize offerings are a $20 Apex Legends credit, a copy of NBA 2K Playgrounds 2 on Nintendo Switch, or a $20 uh, gift card to the eShop of your choosing, and, reminder, we do still have that sweet, sweet PSVG black polo shirt available. So to get in on all the action and help support us, head on over to patreon.com PSVG. Thank you.